Let's read with Esma. Hi, kids. I'm Mrs. E, and I'm here to read a storybook to you today. Let's dive into new worlds and explore together. Hi, kids. Today we are reading a story called "The Pirates Next Door," starring the Jolly Rogers by Johnny Duddle. Matilda lived in Dull on Sea. A gloomy seaside town, too busy in the summer, and in winter it shut down. There weren't too many kids around; just Tilda on her street. The lawns were mowed, the cars were washed, the hedges trimmed and neat. The house next door had been for sale since Tilda was a baby. She hoped a family would move in with a girl her age, or maybe a boy. A pirate boy. He had patched-up jeans, an eye patch, and a wooden-legged dog, and a pirate ship with treasure chests and barrels full of grog. We're the Jolly Rogers. We'll be anchoring next door. We've sailed the seven seas, but now we've come to. But now we've had to come ashore. I feel a little landsick, but Mum says it'll pass. That's my mother over there digging up the grass. That's Dad over yonder, the captain of our crew. He likes to shout "Ooh, ah!" a lot, 'cause that's what pirates do. Grandpa won't set foot on shore. He's allergic to dry land. The last time that he left the ship, the king chopped off his hand. That urchin there's called Nugget. She's a rascal, as you'll see. She ain't learned to fire a cannon yet. But then she's only three. Next morning, Tilda blurted, "Life's not boring anymore. Isn't it fantastic that those pirates moved next door?" But Mum and Dad were not impressed. The neighborhood will will sneer. The way they dress, the way they speak, they won't fit in round here. Their lad is always playing with the most alarming toys. We'd rather you were friends with normal. Girls and boys, but that very day, young Jim Ladd came to Matilda's school. Though no one else would sit by him, Matilda said, "You're cool. You ain't so bad yourself, Milas. For a landlubber, that's rare. I'm a scurvy sea dog, but you'll be all right sitting there." The teacher said Jim should wear shoes, and his uniform was wrong. She wrote a note, but Jim replied. I won't be staying long. We're only here a little while, so Dad can fix our ship. We ain't cut out for life on land. This day be just a blip. We are the Jolly Rogers, and we need to be at sea. School's just grand, but understand, it's a pirate life for me. After school, a neighbor came around for cake and tea. Her name was Mrs. Bumble from number thirty-three. Miss Pinky called the council to see what they could do. She didn't live through two world wars to have pirates spoil her view. Isn't it disgraceful on such a lovely street? You'd think that they would try to keep their garden looking neat. They have to go," said Miss Devine, who lived at number eighty-nine. Their teeth are black, their nails are too. This dirtiness just will not do. They never wash. Their kids have lice. They really don't smell very nice. 
They wear old clothes and scruffy hats, and I'm told their ships are full of rats. Also cross was Mr. Shaw, the grumpy man at 34. He liked to read the paper on his sunlit patio, but the pirate's ship blocked out the light, so he said, they'll have to go. I'd like some peace and quiet, but they're fixing up that boat, hammering all day and night. That thing will never float. The two Miss Yates at 88 told everyone who passed their gate. We saw them grab the postman. They made him walk the plank. It's lucky he can swim, but we're afraid his postbang sank. They scared the ducks, said Mrs. Snugs, and terrorized the park. They boarded people's rowboats and fired cannons for a lark. Driving home from Bingo, Mrs. Plum got quite a fright. They were digging up the roundabout in the middle of the night. They have cutlasses, said Mr. Brown, and love to run you through. They'll steal your gold, or so I'm told. What are we all to do? Mrs. Beeman, from 87, marched down to the town hall. She'd collected a petition, 50 signatures in all. They're digging holes and fighting fights, the beginning of the end. I've lived here for years and years, so, so and so have all my friends. Before you know it, there'll be more. We'll all have pirates lodged next door. The Jolly Rogers cannot stay. You must make them go away. That night, there was a tapping at Matilda's window pane. Outside was Jim. He whispered, I've got something to explain. Whenever we stop somewhere new, the neighbors are unkind. To show them that pirates aren't so bad, we leave some things behind. Now the black hole's shipshape, and it's time we sailed away. And I'll be sad to leave us. I have so enjoyed our stay. But we pirates need adventure to see lands across the ocean. We need cutlasses and treasure maps and lots of suntan lotion. Though our visit here just has to end, I hope that you'll still be my friend. If you want, we can send notes. Use something handy, a thing that floats. Matilda woke next morning, puzzled by what Jim had said. She vowed she'd keep in touch with him as she struggled out of bed. She opened up her curtains as she stretched and had a yawn, and there, to her amazement, was a cross on every lawn. Mm. Oh, what a shame they left. I didn't say goodbye. They were such a lovely family. I think I'm going to cry. I'm such a pirate fan, you know. They wore such pretty hats. I rather liked their singing, and I'll miss those fluffy rats. And all these neighbors are holding precious jewels. After that, the town went on landlubbing happily, but Tilda now goes fishing on the jetty by the sea. She's waiting for a message to wash up on the shore from her very special pirate friend, the boy who lived next door. So now it's the school holidays. You can come aboard our ship. We'll pick you up next Tuesday for a special pirate ship. Jim Ladd. The end. And so the story came to an end. While the tired eyes closed, little minds dreamt of a friend. 
Thank you for listening. Night-night and sleep tight, little ones.